Okay, so as you lie there, you can feel your contact with the floor. Feel how you're resting. The contact of the length of your back. How your legs lie. How your arms lie. And then roll on to your right side. And you might want to have um, some of these flat cushions for underneath your head. And kind of choose a minimum height that's comfortable for you to be comfortable. So you don't want to be in pain at all. You don't want your neck to be strained. But just use you know, whatever number of cushions lets you lie on your side like that without too much strain in your neck. And now bend your feet backwards, but have your hips basically open so your thighs continue um, kind of in the straight line of your spine, but your feet are bent backwards, you're bent at the knees, and your legs are lying one on top of the other. And find a kind of approximation of that that's not too much strain. So you don't want to already be in a strain just lying like that. The idea is to have your thighs in line with your spine, just continuing in a straight line, and your feet bent backwards. Uh, And as you go over the course of the lesson, you might find you get to a closer approximation of that at the beginning it might be a little less precise because you don't want to be too uncomfortable and now can you take your left arm so that your left hand somehow rests on the floor behind you and just rest your as your left hand hangs back behind you it might touch the floor it might not touch the floor but just somewhere near you yeah like your elbow bent and your arm can just hang back behind you somewhere sort of towards the floor. And maybe later it'll touch the floor, maybe it doesn't now, that's fine. And just begin slowly, gently and easily to turn your back, turn your head, turn your shoulder backwards, and then return to where you started from. So you just kind of turn your torso back and come back forwards. Turn your whole back and chest and shoulder easily, gently backwards, slowly, and then come forwards. Come back to where you started from. Just slowly, easily. Nice, easy movement. And your arm can really just kind of hang passively. It doesn't reach back as you do that. It's more your chest turning back, shoulders turning back, maybe your head goes along. Whatever happens. Slowly, easily. Yeah. And then uh, one of our themes for tonight is going faster without hurrying. So what's the difference between speed or going fast and hurrying? You can explore that for yourself. Start to speed that up, that turning everything backwards. Speed it up, but without hurrying. That means it's still easy. You're not pressuring yourself to go faster. It's really fascinating. A huge part of neuromuscular control of how we organize action is just kind of has to do with speed and has to do with how things in your body would swing if they were kind of left to swing without so much control, just an easy back and forth. And maybe let that get a little bit faster. And one way to make it faster without hurting yourself is to make it smaller. So much smaller movement, perhaps, just back and to the front again. Much smaller movement in the shoulders. Let the head go along. Extra cushions. If you need more for your head, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. There's some extra ones there over your head, too. And then stop at your starting place. And 
Take your left shoulder now forwards. Leave your arm behind. Leave your arm hanging behind. And just take your shoulder forwards and back to its starting place. Start start with a slow movement. Do it a few times slowly. And when something's slow and easy, then you can start to speed it up. But let it be slow and easy first. Find the easy movement. Find the movement that makes sense of your left shoulder forwards. Back to where you started from. And then speed it up. Let it get smaller, faster, lighter. And find for yourself, this will be as individual as your fingerprint. What's the exact kind of rhythm or pace that for you makes a small, slow, easy kind of It's like swinging movement, your chest, your shoulder, forwards, and returning. And here's another thing to think about. What's the difference between sort of throwing your shoulder forward and rocking your shoulder forward and back? I'm asking really about the quality of the end of the movement. Does it feel like you're rushing your shoulder forward and then it hits a wall? Or is it more like an easy swinging in between the two extremes of the movement? Like a pendulum and it's swinging, it would slightly slow down before it got to the end of the swing and then it would turn around could still do that very quickly without necessarily any kind of jarring feeling at the end of the movement. So pay attention to the quality at the end. That's one way you can feel if you're in your own easy rhythm. And then go backwards again. Take your shoulder back, roll your head. And can you actually keep rolling till you're looking towards the ceiling? Your shoulders turn back, your face is turned towards the ceiling. And then place your left hand behind your head. And again, this might be an approximation to you. You might have your shoulders almost flat on the floor. Your shoulders might still be partway turned uh, to the side. You find whatever degree of being turned back is okay for you in the state you're in right now. And with your hand, your left hand behind your head, lift your head to look towards the direction of your knees. Lift your head to look down towards the wall below your uh, shins. And can you make that movement of lifting your head like a small, quick, light movement? Small, quick, light movement. Almost like, not quite a woodpecker, but imagine the whole spine can actually make a little tink, 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 tink. You'll find your own rhythm and pace, and don't push it and don't hurry. Just feel what's an easy, slow movement for you. Even for you, what is your typical slow speed is very much your own fingerprint. And it has to do with how you organize yourself. And so a really interesting way of giving yourself variety in these lessons is to vary the speed. And then really, especially to notice what happens if you do a very small, very light movement. What changes about how you organize yourself or mobilize yourself to accomplish this? In your belly, your diaphragm. Do you use more of those big muscles in your middle or less when you speed it up? You know, just try it a few times and then put your head down and for sure make it small. If you're going to make it fast, make it small. Great. Okay, and then leave that and roll over onto your back and take a rest on your back. You might want to get rid of some of those cushions. You probably don't need them from lying on your side now on your back. I just feel how your contact with the floor is changing.
And then roll onto your left side. And again, open in your hip joints so your thighs, your knees kind of continue the line of your spine and bend your feet back, bend your lower legs back. Let your right arm now rest on the floor behind you. And just begin to take your head, your torso, take everything, roll it backwards. Do it a couple of times slowly, get acquainted with it. And then insofar as you find a range, a part of that movement, a way of moving that's comfortable, then you can start to make it smaller, faster, and lighter. And take your time. It's interesting, even if you just start with your routine default slow pace. Everybody has their own slow pace. Feel how you distribute, how you coordinate the movement with that slow pace. And then as you start to speed it up, what changes? How can you speed it up without compromising the quality or making it jerky? Keeping it easy and simple. Easy and simple. Often when we speed a movement up, the way we do it is by we fix our core and then we really use much more of the more distal muscles like the shoulder muscle itself or the arm muscle. That's one way we speed movements up. But this actually really focuses you. The idea you've got now focuses you. This is your whole back and chest turning backwards and then coming forwards again. It's actually about making a fast, small movement that still uses your abdomen still uses your core, still uses, you still feel, another way to put it is you still feel your chest move relative to your pelvis, chest and your pelvis connecting, moving relative to each other. stop in the middle and still with your uh, right arm hanging behind you, touching the floor if that's comfortable or whatever approximation of that works for you. Take your shoulder now forwards, forwards and back to where you started from and let that be small, fast, light movement, simple, not super controlled. It's an interesting thing about doing it faster is you no longer have so much conscious control over it. So don't worry about it. It might not be pretty, might not be elegant, but Just a simple movement forward and back. Maybe your head travels along. How does your head travel along or not? I'm trying to think of a really good way of putting a bobblehead joke in here right now. A little bobblehead. That feeling of a bobblehead. Not necessarily trying to roll your head with or roll your head or leave it or anything, but just, you know, given that your shoulder's rocking, what's your head doing? Might go with, it might even be on its own little different rhythm, right? It lags behind your shoulder a bit, it... And then take your shoulder, your torso, turn everything, turn your back back again. See what that's like. How far do you go? How easy? Can you look towards the ceiling? Turn your face towards the ceiling. Place now your right hand behind your head. Your face turned towards the ceiling and easy, light, small movements. Lift your head, put it down again.
Mostly these deep muscles in our core, these long core muscles in our torso we use for slow control movements. But you actually have quite a capability of using them in a more rapid-fire explosive way. Which if I could come up with that belly laugh, bobblehead joke, you would all start laughing and then you would feel it. Because when you have a good belly laugh, that's what you do with your diaphragm. (laughs) Right? There's kind of a... (laughs) It's going to be rapid, easy, light. Simple. Lifting your head, putting it down. Great. And then come onto your backs and take a rest. Now, lying on your back like this, bring your legs together, the whole length of your legs, and the inside borders of your feet touching one another. And begin to slowly flex and extend your ankles. And at the same time, flex and extend your toes. So as you lift your upper feet back towards your shins, you also lift your toes towards your shins, and as you extend your legs, extend your ankles, you also curl your toes under. So fold your ankles up towards your shins and pull your toes in that direction. And lengthen your ankles and curl your toes under. And as you do that, check if you're doing what you think you're doing so The part about bending your toes back as you flex your ankles can be really clear. But are you as clear when you extend your ankles? You don't just point your toes downwards, but you actually curl your toes underneath when you extend your ankles. Make that really clear slowly. Each foot. And then can you actually breathe in as you bend your ankles up and bend your toes towards your shins and breathe out as you extend your ankles and curl your toes under. Deliberately on the in-breath, fold your ankles back, bend your toes back. On the out-breath, lengthen your ankles, fold your toes under. And now I'm going to bet when I asked you to coordinate your breath, you didn't just coordinate your breath, but you probably started doing extra deep breathing. So let's try something to stop ourselves from doing extra deep breathing. Leave your legs alone for a moment. Leave your feet alone. And just breathe perfectly normally. It's actually a trick instruction. It's not so easy to breathe normally while you pay attention. But more or less for you, notice what your normal breath without trying hard to take a big breath in or a big breath out. Notice what that is. So you just let your breath be really, really normal. And then on a very normal breath in, start to add in your feet. But don't make your breath any deeper. Don't try to take a bigger bigger breath. Just... uh, Add in the movement of your feet. Breathing in, fold your feet up towards your shins. Breathing out, lengthen your ankles and fold your toes under. But like you're just adding that on top of a very ordinary breath. Just do it with your right foot. 
leave your left foot alone. Just do it with your right foot. And forget about your breath and let your right foot get faster. Can this movement be small and light? That was a real can it question. It can be much, much harder to make a small, fast, light movement without thinking about it with your ankle, your toes. It can be... All sorts of crazy things can happen to your control and movement as you try to speed that up. Easy, not putting effort into it, just simple. Folding your toes back and your ankle back, lengthening your ankle, folding your toes under. With your right foot, just let it get faster, easier, lighter. And bring your legs still together so that your inner border touches. You're brushing the inner border of the one foot with the other. And then leave your right foot. Do the same thing with your left, just fast, easy. Fold your left foot back towards you and your toes. Extend your ankle, bend your toes under. Just with your left foot, let it get faster, lighter, simpler. A little more out of control. Fast, light, simple. You're still bending your toes under. And then do it very slowly again and both feet together. Coordinated with your breathing again. And again, just your regular breathing, not a special breathing in, but your regular breathing. Breathe in as you fold your ankles and bring your toes towards your shins. Breathe out as you extend. Fold your toes under. And then interlace your hands behind your head. And as you fold your toes towards yourself and your ankles towards yourself, as you breathe in, lift your head. And then put it down as you extend your ankles and curl your toes under. At the same time, isn't this unusual? I usually tell you to lift your head while you're breathing out. You're lifting your head while you're breathing in now. What does that do? Folding your ankles towards yourself and bending your toes towards yourself. Great. Okay, and leave that and let your legs move comfortably apart, stretch out your arms, take a rest. And then bend your knees and stand your feet. Place the length of your legs together again. And just stand your feet on your heels. So lift your toes and forefeet away from the ground. So you're just standing on your heels. And slowly begin to lift your pelvis just a little bit from the ground. Put it back down. Roll your pelvis. Lift the tailbone. And lift your pelvis, more like just making a little bit light. Lift it from the ground and put it back down. Slowly. Try different heights for your, different places for your heels to be as long as your legs stay together. You don't have to stay committed to the spot you started at. Maybe it works better for them to be closer to you or farther away. Just slowly begin to lift the tailbone edge of your pelvis. 
Just make your pelvis a little lighter from the floor. Start to lift away from the floor. And what do you feel in your head as you do this? Or does this have anything to do with your head? Can you lift your pelvis a little bit away from the floor with a little bit of an impulse up your spine towards your head? So it's like this force from your pelvis, from lifting your heels, lifting your head, pushes your whole spine up and begins to rock your head a little bit. So you feel in the contact of your head with the floor, movement of your head on the floor, you feel this impulse coming up from your spine. Impulse is purely kind of mechanical. Your spine, your pelvis lifts in such a way that it pushes your spine. Your spine makes you grow a little taller. Yeah. Slowly up and then down. Yeah, you're getting a little bit taller. Feel that. So you don't have to really lift your pelvis very much at all. It doesn't have to come away from the floor much at all. It's more this direction up that we're looking for. Yeah. And then this lifting of your pelvis, can you make that a little bit faster and lighter? And as you do that, forget a little bit about the head thing, because if you're looking for the reaction of the head, it's just going to slow the whole thing down. You have to kind of lift it and then wait for your head to react and then put it down and wait for your head to react. So just a little bit of this pushing Rocking, lifting up from your pelvis. Don't worry about waiting for the head to respond. Just try to make that lighter, quicker, faster. Great, and then leave that and stretch out and rest. When I was doing different lessons this week, uh, thinking of what to do this week, I actually found a lesson which I have dubbed the Miley Cyrus because it involves a lot of these fast, quick movements, but it's sticking your tailbone out, and it's in all sorts of different positions, and then the piece de la resistance is that the last set of movements all involve your tongue at the same time, and your tongue narrow and your tongue broad. It's absolutely, I won't, I don't know why I even know what Miley Cyrus is doing, but, you know, that's what the internets are for. Anyway, so we're not doing that tonight. Maybe we'll do it another day, but uh, not tonight. I can send out an advance warning if you want. Tonight will be the Miley Cyrus lesson. (laughs) You're welcome to come fully clothed. Okay, so come on to your, uh, what do we start on? No, come on your left side. Come on your left side. And again, open at your hips so your lower legs, your upper legs are in a continuation of your spine. Your lower legs bent back, your feet bent back, more or less. And now stand your right hand on the floor in front of you instead of back behind you. And begin to roll your whole body. Take your whole body forwards, your chest, your shoulder. Your hip as well, pelvis. Take it forwards and come back. Start slow. Maybe your head rolls all of a piece, or maybe it rolls a little bit more like a kind of a bobble head. I wonder if I would have thought of the bobble head without the week's events. I don't know. And as you begin to feel your pelvis goes with that, add lifting your right foot away from your left foot as you go forward. So shoulder, your torso, your back, pelvis all roll forwards, and 
your right foot lifts away from your left foot at the same time. So sort of pivoting on your knee. Your knees stay together. And let that speed up, get fast, easy. Everything together, rolling forwards. And your right foot lifting. Easy, fast, rocking. And then leave everything else out, but just lift your right foot away from your left foot. And can that be fast and quick and easy and light? How can you make that fast, quick, easy, light, small movement? And then leave your foot and do just your shoulder forward, slow, fast, easy, light movement. And of course your shoulders connected, so probably you feel your pelvis a little bit coming forward. That's fine. Fast, easy, light. And then leave out your shoulder and just your pelvis. Can you just take your pelvis a little forwards and then back to the starting place? Fast, easy, light, the right side of your pelvis. And then leave that and now slip your right leg a little back behind you so that um, your right knee rests kind of behind your left knee, if it can do that. So if you're using cushions between your knees, you can move them all to help you. If your ankle, if your hip doesn't want to hang like that, it doesn't matter too much if your right knee is resting on the floor behind your left knee or not. And now just begin to roll your whole body backwards. Place your right hand on the floor behind you and roll your whole body backwards and backwards and forwards easy light rock backwards and forwards maybe your knees both kind of rest on the ground or maybe they don't maybe they lift a bit doesn't matter too much let everything turn back your hips your pelvis your back your chest your shoulders back and forward with your just with your right leg behind your left leg like this And then stay turned with your face towards the ceiling when you've rolled back and place your left hand now behind your head and lift your head with your left hand and take your right hand and use your right hand to help by finding places in your ribs, places in your chest that are not too likely to move and using your right hand to help them move your sternum, your ribs, somewhere you see it more in the front of your chest if your face, if your chest are turned towards the ceiling. Somewhere in your rib cage, your sternum. Just touch with your hands. And first you might just want to feel what does move, where does it move. And then as you feel that, you'll find places in your chest that are moving less and places that are moving more. And when you find a place that's moving less, you can use your hand not to push around, not to force things, not to press hard, but just to kind of 
give an idea, maybe to try a little different direction of movement or a little straight down to the left, to the right, to the back, a little something. You just explore that. Feel with your right hand how you can help your chest to soften, give your chest the idea of softening to help you lift your head. Maybe it's further down in your sternum, right above your solar plexus. Maybe it's further up. Great. And feel what in your back, where your ribs and your back press on the floor as you help your chest move differently to lift your head. Okay, and then leave that and come onto your back and take a rest on your back. And then roll onto your right side. And then extend it at the hip, your legs, feet bent back. And with your left hand standing in front of you now, Begin to roll your body, roll your shoulder, roll your pelvis forwards. Roll forwards and come back to the starting place. And as you start to feel that rolling forwards, it engages your pelvis. Your pelvis rolls forwards too. And let your left foot begin to lift from your right foot. Everything rolls forwards and back, forwards and then return. And can that get smaller, lighter, easier? Doesn't have to be pretty, just easy and simple in the feeling. Everything rolling forward, including your left foot lifting from your right foot. Easy forwards and return. So your left leg still resting on top of your right leg and just pivoting at the ankle, yeah, and lifting your left foot away from your right foot. As you roll forward, you just lift your left foot away. Let that rolling forward, in a way, lift your left foot from your right foot. Easy, smaller, faster, lighter. And then just your foot, so let your pelvis and your shoulder be quiet and just lift your left foot away from your right foot. Let that get smaller, easier, faster, lighter, simpler movement. Can you speed it up? 
without hurrying. So your knees stay together and your left foot, it's like your left lower leg opens. Your left foot lifts from your right. And then leave the foot and just your shoulder. Take your shoulder forwards and return easy light. And then just your pelvis. Pelvis forwards, easy light. It's interesting each part of yourself that you use, its own speed of easy and forward. Easy and light is maybe different from the others. Maybe it's slower with your pelvis than it was with your shoulder or vice versa. It's the speed at which you feel you can get a kind of nice, light, simple rhythm going. And then everything again, your whole torso, your shoulder, your pelvis, your foot lifting, left foot lifting away from the right, everything forwards and back, easy light movement. leave that movement, stay on your side and take your left leg back behind your right leg that kind of rests on the floor but maybe in your left hand behind you to rest on the floor, touch the floor behind you and just turn your whole torso backwards your pelvis turns back your shoulders turn back, your chest turn back your head goes along your knees might stay more or less on the floor they might come away from the floor it doesn't matter too much just what matters is an easy light and notice if the cushions behind your head are kind of restricting things or it's a different height of cushions usually we'd feel like having on our side and our back so just keep turning your whole torso forwards and coming back just several times, many times slowly, no, not slowly God, that's a habit, isn't it? How many times do I teach a Feldenkrais lesson where I say fast the whole time instead of saying slow the whole time? Fast, easy, simple movement backwards. It's interesting, isn't it, if it can still be sort of sort of a rocking back and forth or if it's more from this position falling back, pulling forwards. And then stay resting with your face towards the ceiling. Your shoulders turn back to the extent they can be. Place your right hand behind your head now. And bring your left hand so that you can lift your head and use your left hand to explore where your chest softens and folds and helps you lift your head. What direction does your chest move in to do that? Your rib cage, your sternum. And use your hands both to sense what's already happening. It can be very surprising. There can be more movement there than we might feel internally. Your hand helps you feel that. Gently, patiently, I mean, taking your time. You feel for somewhere in your chest that moves relatively a little less than other places. And then can you help that place move? Can you just give it an idea, direction it might move? Is it sliding down? Is it pushing back? Is it a little twist? Is it on a diagonal? It's the most important thing. Something can be fairly, very stuck and then just feel very, very stuck. And then rather than pushing through it, if you just find some subtle variation in the direction that the movement might go, it can open up all sorts of avenues.
Great. Okay, and leave that and come onto your back, stretch out your legs, take a rest. Bring the length of your legs together. And come back to this movement of folding your ankles and toes towards yourself, extending your feet away, curling your toes under, and coordinating that with your breathing. Let's feel what that's like now. Just an ordinary breath, not a deep breath in, but feel how does that connect. And interlace your hands behind your head again. And as you fold your toes towards yourself and breathe in, lift your head. And put it down again. Breathing in. And then leave that. And bend your knees and bring both your feet to standing, standing on your heels again. And just easily lift your pelvis a little away from the floor and begin that movement, rocking quick, easy, light, lifting your pelvis. Lifting your tailbone away from the floor, loosening your pelvis from the floor a little bit. And then make that fast and easy and light. And then interlace your hands behind your head. And can you do that with your pelvis and lift your head at the same time in a fast, easy, light movement? Easy, simple. Nothing maximum, nothing a strain. Great. And leave that and stretch out. Rest. Is there a difference in how your back is resting on the floor now compared to the beginning? Bend your knees and stand your feet, just normal, comfortable distance apart. And uh, bring your arms across your chest in this way that we did a few weeks ago. You cross, put one arm underneath and the other arm on top. So they're not crossed at the forearm, but one is lying on top of the other. So let's try that again. You take your, take one arm across underneath the armpit of the second arm and then rest the other arm on top of it so that your forearms aren't crossing. One hand goes underneath the armpit and the other hand goes on top of the armpit, yeah. So your arms are one on top of the other. And just begin small, light, easy movements of rolling, rocking your chest from side to side. Left and right, easy, light. It has to be very small if it's going to be fast. Very easy, light. Rocking from side to side.
let your head go with that. And can you take your head in the opposite direction? And can that still be an easy light? Fast but not hurried movement. Quick little movement. Left and right. And then switch your arms. So whichever arm is on top, place that in the armpit. And whichever arm was in the armpit, place on the shoulder. Switch your arms. And again, just rock easy, gentle side to side. Small, light movement. Let your head roll along with. Try your head with it. And try your head against it, your head going in the opposite direction. Can it still be an easy, light rocking with your head in the opposite direction? Can it get faster without hurrying? Then make it easy again, just let your head go with. And leave that and stretch out. And just feel how you're resting on the floor now. Compare your contact, your support from the floor with what you were experiencing when you arrived. Your breathing. Space behind your back or the contact behind your back. And whenever you're ready, slowly at your own pace, you can come up to sit and stand and take that for a walk.